Legends with Bevo presents the Bevo and Biggie Show. Well, g'day, folks. Welcome to the Bevo and Biggie Show. The very first time. We've actually um, chatted a few times before in the past, great man, but for the very first time to have our own show, how good is this? Jordan Biggie Steffens, welcome to the show, mate. Mate, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, we live in a, a real weird time at the moment. Um, it has been a little while since we've spoken, and unfortunately it's been a sad thing that's kind of brought us back together for especially this first episode, but... Yeah. Like I said, we, we, we live in a very strange world at the moment. Um, and, you know, when you messaged me to, to have a chat about maybe doing a, a bit of a, you know, chat and Biggie and Bevo and Bevo and Biggie and all the good, all the good stuff start with me. Um, you know, it, it's just, a, it's, it's one of those times where I think people just need a bit of positivity in their life just to hear what other people are thinking, you know, about sport, about life in general, about Big Brother. You know, I'm looking forward to chatting to you as often as possible, Bevo. I'm really pumped. Yeah, likewise, mate. And for those people that don't know out there, um, last week we lost a, a good mate of ours, um, Alex Oricchio, the Roach, as he's uh, well known. Uh, he's been a regular on Chewing the Fat in the past and obviously recently rebranded to Legends with Bevo. Um, just one of the best blokes that you could ever meet. and you know, he did some, a couple of episodes with us three together, and that was heaps of fun. And um, Big, I'll get you to, to share your thoughts on the great man. Yeah, look, again, it was it was one of those real shocking moments, you know. And the old saying rings true that the the good ones always die young. And it's, it's terrible that that rings true because everyone that's asked me about him, you know, he is just a lovely, lovely human being. A big guy with a big heart that cared about his mates that played football like a trooper. You know, a good, obviously, a very good friend of yours, Bevo. Um, a, a good friend of mine, a, a friend of mine who I went to primary school with and high school with, played uh, FNFL with um, him. A good friend of mine, Keegan Brooksby, a ruckman just like him. Very good friend. And, you know, he is just absolutely gutted and devastated. Just like yourself, I remember getting that message from you and it was one of those moments where it was almost surreal. It really was because it's not something you expect to happen to someone like him, you know, and it, it was absolutely devastating and I can just remember the, the, the awesome um, interviews we did with all three of us, his upbeat attitude. I said it to somebody the other day, I said, it's like, he's like the only American I really ever liked. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he was just... A lovely guy, so positive. You know, he, he contacted me before I pulled the plane, after I pulled it. You know, he just kept in touch and wanted to know things about training. And, you know, we shared a few friends back in the US and, and here. And, you know, like, like I said, he was a very close friend to you, I know, and to my good friend Keegan Brooksby as well. And, again, I shared some, some great moments with him. And, you know, I think the world is a, you know, is a better place for having him here. And as I said, the, um, there's a special place up there for the big man. Yeah, absolutely well said, mate. Um, thoughts go out, obviously, to his family, close friends. Yeah, to Keegan, who, who knew him very well. Um, and Abby, who spent you know, the last hours with, with the big roach. Uh, they went away for that weekend before it all happened. So, 
yeah, it's just such a tragedy and um, yeah, hard to believe really. And you just got to look back and look back and look at all the, the, the footage from, from the Chewing the Fat videos we've done. And he was such a larger life character and always up and about. And um, we'd give his time for anyone. And you speak to people at South Adelaide, the Waratahs over there, the Northern Territory, Southport Footy Club in Queensland. He was that sort of cult hero where he just left a great impression um, with on everyone. And yeah, it's just such a tragedy, mate. And I guess it just goes to show that life's just so precious and you've just got to live it to the fullest, don't you? Which he did, you know. He just, a young American lad comes over here and risks it. And, you know, he's made so many other people's lives positive. And I love the photos you put up of you and him together. You know, you can just see the, the positive outlook he had on you. And, um, you know, just a, just a genuinely good, good person. And like I said, it's like you said, it's just much love to everyone that knew the man. And, um, you know, we were all better because of it. Yeah, well said. Absolutely, mate. Um, we'll move on to the footy, which obviously was another very big part of the big reaches life. Um, played footy for the Southport in those last couple of years. Played for the Waratahs in Northern Territory, as I mentioned, and, and South Adelaide, where he did some great things in the Stanford. But um, your Tigers, mate, they had a draw last week on Thursday night with Collingwood. That has got to be one of the most... I know this year's been bizarre with COVID, but that's one of the most bizarre games of football I've ever seen in my life. 36 all. It's like, hang on a second, is there another half to play, guys? What the heck? <laughs> mate, you, you're looking at two of the best teams in the AFL going 36 points each. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you see, obviously you watched the game, bro. I actually didn't see many games of football this weekend. I wish I did. I was, I was just so busy, so I didn't see many. I saw that one, but all the players, as soon as the sign went, were just looking at each other like 12 o'clock half struck. <laughs> no, one, no one had a clue what was going on. Like, everyone's like, oh, is that it? Like, it was just, it was surreal. It really was. It just, I don't know what you thought of it, but it just seemed not real. Yeah, it would, it's funny. Um, obviously, the rest of the round, there were some really good games of footy and they were a bit more high scoring. And um, all I remember hearing about on, on Friday morning was, oh, the AFL's crap, blah, blah, 10 goals for the whole game. And yeah, I must admit, when I saw that game Thursday, I'm like, oh, no, this can't be good. Let's hope this is how the rest of the season's going to go. But, yeah, like I mentioned, there were some really good games, um, <laughs> thankfully. And that, that was just one of those defensive sort of games of footy, which, let's be honest, no one really wants to watch. We want to see high-scoring attacking footy. So let's hope that's not um, a, an occurrence <laughs> this year. Especially at the moment, Bebo, especially with everything going on. You know, there's not much sport on around the world. You know, I think... Um, I think the first time of sport that came back was soccer in, in South Korea and yeah. the Euro League is just starting to come back and, you know, soccer's an extremely low-scoring game as well. <laughs> you know? So it was good to see the derby here in South Australia. The scores were definitely a lot higher. Oh, um, mate, you, be, you, better, you better get that one correct. Time. You call it the derby. It's, it's a showdown. I, I thought you'd enjoy that, but I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> Just wanted me up. No, it's, um, that the Derby's in Western Australia, mate. You can't call that here. <laughs> You'll be in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, you know, all, all I know is at least the game between the Crows and Port was, it was a game of football, but yeah. it was a bit sort of one-sided. Yeah, very good for myself being a Port fan. Um, you know, we've been doing some... We've enjoyed some big losses for the Crows over the years, so it's good to uh, get one up on them. And now the the, edge of, uh, the ledgers even at 24 each, so 
Um, obviously, we won't play another showdown until next year now, um, unless they play in the finals, but that's looking pretty unlikely. Um, Quick question is, were you one of those 2,000 people with the ticket, Bevo, or were I you wish, sitting on the wall? I wish, mate. I put in for the ballot, but unfortunately, I wasn't lucky enough to get in there. But, oh, um, yeah. that's cheeky. I oh, know. Yeah, not I would put you in number one, mate. Oh, no, I know. I thought it might have been a chance. I think we've done some uh, good port interviews the last couple of years, but no, that's fine, mate. You, there's, you know, there's only a certain amount of people that can get in there, and, and what well answer the guys that got in there. And um, yeah, hey, I enjoyed it on TV, sitting back with, with my mates and a couple of beers, and and seeing Port just destroy the crowd. It was quite quite good, if you ask me. <laughs> 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 I'm for the crow supporters, um, they probably wouldn't have enjoyed it too much, but. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, though, you know, the Crows have lost a lot of good players uh, from last year's side, so they're going to take a long time now. You know, it's going to be a tough couple of years, I think, for them, and they, they realise that now, I think. I did see that they did put up the um, lineup of how many players, which players they had lost, and it was a it was a who's who of the Crows football club of yeah. recent times. It really was. Yeah, and you sort of sit there going, Jesus, you know, you lose those players, but at the same time, um, you lose that togetherness of the players too. Just because you lose a, a superstar just means there's a gap somebody else has to fill, but they have to get used to that position That's as right. well. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it's a massive game. We should actually talk about that one. It's a massive game this weekend because the Suns, they beat West Coast. That was one of the real surprise wins on the weekend. So, yeah. But they look, they look really impressive. And, you know, the Crows have never actually lost to the Suns before. And the average winning <laughs> margin is 10 goals, Biggie. But I think the Suns might actually cause an upset and win this one on the weekend. What do you reckon? This is one of those things that I was saying when we first started this this video was that the world is a strange place at the moment. You know, stranger things have happened. And, yeah, every year the Crows play Gold Coast, they, the commentators make a huge, you know, um, story of how they've never lost. But absolutely, overcoming West Coast is like, wow, okay, they're, they're obviously doing something good. So... And Crows have obviously, you know, they're going to cop a bit of a mental beating from what happened last weekend. And, yeah, this I think this will be a very, very good game. Very good game. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, another one that's going to be interesting as well is, is Thursday night, your Tigers take on the Hawks. Now, you mentioned the draw. And the Hawks are extremely disappointing against the Cats. You know, credit to the Cats are really good. But um, this will be a ripping game, I reckon, Biggie, because the Hawks will come out firing. The Tigers will be looking to, to win after last week's draw. How do you see it going? Yeah, I, I heard. I was listening to Trent Cochin chat after the game about just being the skills being a little sloppy of both sides, Collingwood and Richmond. And um, I, I think this is one of those things where teams are going to just take some time to find their feet. You know, you, you look at <laughs> look at Jack Rewell having a peg for goal thirty meters out and not making the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, Bevo, if I gave you a football made out of lead. I guarantee you'd sloss it from 30 metres out. You know? <laughs> Don't know about that, mate. I was, I was the sort of guy, Big E, this is a true story, my mates could uh, vouch for this. I'd be the sort of guy that would miss from 10 metres out, but then five minutes later, I'd snag on from the boundary line. <laughs> that was just how I played foot. <laughs> That's all right. Just keep Bevo the ball on the boundary line every time. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, once, this, once the guys start getting used to being back in, you know, where they are again, you know, the, the, the cream will rise to the top. And I think it, I think it'll actually be a closer game than what people expect it to be. I think it'll be a belter game. Yeah, but I, um, I'll put Dusty Martin to um, 
probably kick himself out of a little bit this game as well. Yeah, he was he wasn't himself on Thursday night, but like you said before, it's been a long layoff, so you've got to give some of these guys a bit of credit before they get back into it again. Um, the other game as well is, is Port versus the Dockers. Now, the Dockers were pretty impressive against the Lions. They could have won that one. They had their chances in the last quarter. They went down by 10 points in the end. Obviously, we talked about Port being very strong against the Crows, but this is going to be a good game as well, I reckon. Port have to be on the game because Frio's definitely not a terrible side. No, and again, it's one of those funny things where I think um, if Port get that um, idea of it's going to be an easy game and an easy walkover, a team like Frio will kick through and, and push them to the last minute. You know, and all it takes is those few early goals to put Port on the back foot and go, oh, geez, we've got to play catch up. You know, especially with a team like Frio, who is, again, they're not a terrible side either. And Brisbane, to go close against Brisbane, who, in my opinion, yeah. are a, a dark horse of a team. I think they were a dark horse of a team last season. 100%, mate. Um, eh? Yeah, so, well, yeah. yeah, I think um, any any team that can probably hang with Brisbane will be will be a decent team. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, mate. I'm, I'm just loving how even this season is. Like, it's really, it's, it's a tipster's nightmare because anyone can beat anyone. Well, like I said, I didn't watch much football over the weekend, but I'm trying to remember which two teams. Are you going to kill me for this? Because one team got an early start and the other one pulled back and lost by a point. And I can't remember who it was. Was that North? Was that Melbourne? Oh, so, yeah, so that was Melbourne Carlson. Yes. Yeah. Melbourne Carlson. I, I, I saw the last little bit of that on, on TV and I was like, holy moly. What a, you know, that, that shows you no matter the deficit, no matter the resolve, Things will come back, especially all things being the way they are at the moment. Yeah, hundred percent. And obviously, the Blues are, you know, showing some good signs for their mm-hmm. for their fans will be just, um, you know, hanging to to get some have some success because they haven't had much the last few years. The Blues, so and obviously, any backing team as well definitely helps. And everyone loves Eddie Betts. Guy's <laughs> a bona fide superstar, mate. You know, no matter where he goes. Yeah. No. Well said. Um. Now, mate, let's get on to you personally because um. For those people that have forgotten, obviously the COVID situation um, has really overshadowed everything now. But the fringe actually happens back in uh, in February and March, of course, and you were a big part of that as the king of the circus, mate. Um, tell us tell us more about that experience and um, how you enjoyed it. Well, you can see I'm sporting the motor right now. I actually got rid of it after the fringe, but um, it's back again, like a like a bad smell, but. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, leading into, I, I'm, I'm semi-retired, as, as people would know, from competitive strongman, and, you know, but I still love the sport, you know, I still love the, the idea of strongman, I've loved it all my life, it's been a part of my life for, you know, 15 years, so I still wanted to be a part of strength around, you know, the community, and so I joined the circus um, school here in Adelaide at uh, Bowden, South Australian Circus Centre. Met up with my now coach and said, "Look, I want to do my own fringe show." He goes, "Look, I'll help you," which was fantastic. And unfortunately, in late November, I ruptured my left bicep and had surgery, uh, which threw me out of my fringe show. Um, but due to my awesome surgeon and my awesome team around me, I was back training probably six and a half weeks post surgery. So I was prepping for the fringe and uh, my coach at the time was, or my coach now, who was putting his own fringe show together, invited me to be a part of his. And um, yeah, the rest is history. I I stepped on stage for the first time as a 
I'd say professional circus um, strongman. Um, and it was just an absolute ball, Bevo. I had an absolute, oh, mate, standing on stage for the first show, I was, you know, I've been around the world competing against the best guys, you know, being on TV, being on all kinds of stuff. But it was still a thrill to be in front of a crowd of people at the fringe. It was, it was a lot of fun and um, worked with some absolute professionals from around the world, acrobats and um, circus performers from from the US to the UK. You know, just a, it was an absolute honour and a privilege to stand on stage with them. But personally, I had an absolute ball. And now I'm kicking more and more towards doing circus from men. Unfortunately, there's uh, no shows for the rest of the year, to my knowledge. So of course, we don't really know what's going on. Uh, but hopefully, if things start to come good, we can start to look towards friends. Fringe 2021, and the king of the circus will be back, bigger, better, stronger than ever. And with that, with that mo, no doubt as well, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, I want to. You remember the old puppet just looking at pizza boxes back in the day? Oh, dude, I had them. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Out here, but I've, I've spoken to a few lads about how to get it curled up all the way. I, at the fringe, I had it sort of coming, sort of out and around a little bit. Um, and it's just growing back now. So I've got the tips on how to make it uh, better, but, you know, still a long way to go, Brady. That's that's all that matters. Don't worry about the rest of the show. Don't worry about the rest of my life. It's just a mo that matters. But, mate, like, the fringe in, 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 in South Australia is huge. It's the biggest festival of its kind in the Southern Hemisphere, you know, and it's so many people come to Adelaide and it's just, it's just a vibrant feeling in Adelaide when the fringe is on and, I've been a security and, and a bouncer for so many years. I've never really got to go to the fringe. I've seen a few shows, but, you know, I got to sit down as a performer and, and watch and learn what all these other guys were doing. And, mate, it's a, oh, some of these guys and gals are just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty amazing. That's for sure. Some of the stuff that they do, as are you, mate. Um, for the people out there that, um, you know, we're talking to one of the most modest blokes here in the world. He's actually pulled a plane. He's pulled a train. Uh, he's pulled a crocodile. No, just, just kidding. <laughs> but um, that's a neat one, mate. I've got to pull a crocodile out, make a belt. <laughs> yeah, you have to get in touch with the uh, with the croc wrangler. <laughs> there you go, mate. I could, I could get, I could get a belt made for me and a pair of croc shoes for you, Bevo. <laughs> but uh, on a serious note, though, is there anything else happening? Like, are you gonna, are you gonna be pulling anything up in the next couple? Of Bevo, you know me. You, you know I've always, I'm, I'm always sort of thinking outside that box, and I've got plenty of things in in the think tank at the moment, matey. Um, maybe we, maybe I have to do a live video on Big O and Bevo of me doing something. Yes. So what we'll amazing. do is we'll do, we'll do a Zoom one again, right? And I'll set the camera up on, on something or someone or whatever, and we'll Love do a live it. video. I love, I, reckon, I love that idea, mate. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's hard at the moment. Like all, all the guys around the world are all the top pro strongmen that you know, there's not much they can really do. They're just home training. And that's what I'm doing at the moment, fellows. I'm training my butt off, um, coaching my butt off, um, you know, just enjoying being back in the gym and building my own strength levels back up. Honestly, I'd love to be travelling and doing shows. I was meant to be in the UK two weeks ago, pulling a train in the UK. Obviously, that had fallen through. Um, I was meant to be in Scotland doing 
some stuff there. Um, so that fell through. But again, matey, between you and me, and obviously everyone that watches, um, keep an eye out for Gore and Victor Harbour. Nice. Just, we'll just leave it at that. I like it. I, lo- I right. like Gore and Victor. Certainly a beautiful part of the world. <laughs> it is stunning, mate. As I always said, this is Australia. It's God's country. Yeah, well said. And we'll finish, mate, with a bit of Big Brother talk because you, you caught my eye before. Um, you said something quite interesting. You were saying that Big Brother is not actually live. It's been already recorded. It's all been done. Um, let's, let's, let's just get this out of the way first. Now, Bevo is the one that wants to talk about Big Brother, not me. Okay. <laughs> only because I've only because I've auditioned a couple of times, so <laughs> I, I I put an appeal out to get Bevo on Big Brother. That's another B. Biggie Bevo Big Brother, mate. I like it, it. It, it, it writes itself. It, it does. Have you ever auditioned for it yourself or <sighs> no? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine me on Big Brother? You would be awesome on that. You would be you would be the challenge king. Mate, I need to eat constantly. I need to train constantly. I need a I need to fart constantly. Mate, I would be the worst person on there. People wouldn't deal with me. They'd be like, be you the challenge. They're like, mate, I'm training at the moment. Take your challenge. You do it. I'll be I'll be over here. Just lift the weights. But I could see you on there. I could see you. You'd suit it perfectly because your brain and then your, you know, the way you are would just fit perfectly. I reckon. I reckon it's. I reckon there'd be a bit of sneaky Bevo come out just to wind himself through there. How? Before we ask the question about, or before I ask the question, how would you play Big Brother? How, how would you go into the house and play it? It's a good question because, as you know, I'm just a you know a general nice guy, so um, you are. I find it hard to be mean to people. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's a, it's a good one, but I guess when there's all that money up for grabs, you kind of got to be a little bit of a um, what's the word? Not mean, but you've got to kind of be on your game a bit, don't you? So hard nose. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. I, I don't know. I'm looking at some of the challenges though, and I'm thinking, wow, this would be pretty hard, but. Um, when you're there though, and you're in that moment, and you want to win. And you don't want to get nominated, or you don't want to get evicted from the house. You just do whatever you can, don't you, to win? You, you, you are, Bevo. You're one of the nicest blokes I know. One hundred percent. One of the nicest blokes I know. You just have to be People won't kick you out because you're nice, Bevo. Like if they were to kick you out, you'd just come out the other end looking better. You know, you'd come out the other end. I could just see sponsorship. Girls here, you know, all this type of stuff. Bevo's a good blind shirt in the crowd. That's what we're looking for right there, you know. Like that, that Aussie, you know, that Aussie bloke we've all been looking for. You like the you like the better version of Shannon Noel. <laughs> maybe maybe Fitzy. I've been trying to look like Fitzy a little bit, so <laughs> You do Oh wow, you do, you could be the, the new Fitzy mate. <laughs> Except better. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, so what's this, what's, this, what's this news you were saying before, mate? Tell us all about it. Well, I, I, mate, I'm not 100% sure. This is just what, I, what I've what i heard. And 
you know, this is going to be this old rumor mongering and stuff like that. Now I'm going to be called out for, but I've heard that the people have gone into Big Brother already earlier this year and were in Big Brother before COVID had spread to Australia or had become a big deal. So I'm assuming they might have gone in when COVID was being early or just early spotted. And then from what I've been told is they went in and as every time they came out, they were doing shows to crowds of nobody. So they were unknown to actually about COVID coming to Australia and being as big as it is. Um, so, you know, that would be just, how funky would that be? It'd be, be so Again, for someone like yourself who, who wanted to be on there, can you imagine going in and going, you know, you go in, say, January, and then you're like, oh, okay, so you've heard about something going on in China, but you don't know. And then you go in and it's all hunky-dory, you do your thing, you last a month or however long, and then you get kicked out and you walk out and you're like, uh, why isn't there a crowd? Why am I social distancing from the host that has a mask on? It, how how weird would it be? How weird would it be? It would be bizarre. And one one thing that maybe you're right, I have seen on Instagram, I won't say any name, but I have seen a couple of contestants actually messaging on Instagram or putting posts up on Instagram about the show. Now, maybe you're right, Biggie, because correct me if I'm wrong, they're not allowed to have phones on the show. So no, maybe they're not allowed to know outside, are they? No. So you might be right. Mate, I've got to try and check out my source again and see what they're saying. But, you know, I just I just think that'd be so weird. I just think that'd be almost like the old Japanese game shows, you know, where you jump on a on a, on a a cushion and it blows you up to the sky type situation. Yeah, that sort of shows are nuts. You know? Yeah. Oh, mate, do you watch any of those Japanese shows? I have watched some of them before in the past. And, yeah, they remind me of, um, like... Uh, those sort of those wipeout shows and um, probably you're probably um, a bit too young to remember it's a knockout back in the day. Remember it's a knockout. Yeah, okay. No, all, mate. All I know is it's like wipeout. It's like wipeout on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. The things they make them do. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like the two girls with a cockroach in the on the pipe, and they've got to blow the cockroach into the other. <laughs> mate, you'd want to give a lot of money for something like that, wouldn't you? I reckon. Yeah. They, they do some interesting things over there. So, um, yeah, they love it, mate. There's no doubt about that. But, mate, get on to the Big Brother thing. Um, yeah, find out a bit more about that. And we'll next week... To the we'll, next sorry, I'll have some more details. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that because um, we, we better go, mate, because uh, time, time is unfortunately up and it's been an absolute blast chatting to you as always, mate. And we look forward to speaking again soon. This has just been so much fun, as they say. Tom Flyer's been having fun. The Bevo yeah. Biggie Show will be back next week. Um, thanks, for, thanks for your time, mate. And we'll speak again soon. Always a pleasure, Bevo. See you guys. Take care, buddy. Take care, mate.